This is the deep dive with Brooks Spector. And we are back with our next guest, uh, Angela Russell, Chief Executive Officer at the American Chamber of Commerce in South Africa. Uh, Angela comes to the Chamber of Commerce out of a health background, uh, and she made a, a, a an extraordinarily interesting career shift. And now she is she is the person in charge, the the til- the man, the woman on the tiller of guiding a very large uh, ship of many American companies, businesses, and franchises as they maneuver their way through uh, South Africa's current complexities, challenges, and opportunities. And I don't mean to imply that Angela is in charge of the companies. It's much more difficult than that. She is, she is the person who says, I think we all ought to steer this direction. Don't you agree? And half of them say yes, and the other half say, I'm not so sure. And then the... The task is to convince everybody to move in a general direction on a whole series of complicated issues. Thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, This is a very difficult time to be a business person. It's a very difficult time to be the person who helps lead a uh, group of businesses. But um, the challenge, of course, is to deal with an economy that is if not quite on life support, but certainly gasping for a bit of oxygen. And that it is indeed. So thanks very much, um, Brooke, for that intro. Yeah, and I think in the news this morning, you kind of saw Moody's um, looking at growth potential for South Africa forecast at 1.5. And very much, you know, we're in a constrained labor market. We've got weakening competitiveness, you know, within South Africa competing for other Um, you know, investments where other African countries um, tend to show an easier ease of doing business, as well as a decaying infrastructure. So it definitely is a challenging time um, within the South African context. And I think, you know, we recently did research, and I think amongst American organization, there's just this general pessimism around the investment attractiveness and outlooks, you know, despite maybe higher foreign direct investment volumes. Um, And what you're seeing is, you know, the larger firms are definitely poised for standing, um, withstanding difficult conditions where maybe those smaller firms are are not really in in maybe in such a great position. What does one do then in a situation? I mean, obviously, you can't snap your fingers and make everything fine and change the business climate and get government to change its entire approach to external investment and all the rest of that. I mean, that, you know, fine, you, you can have that dream, but it's not going to happen, I understand. But what can you do then in your circumstances, the person carrying the flag on behalf of American business in this country? So, you know, I think I always say, you know, business is in the business of conducting business and government is in the business of creating a conducive and enabling environment for business to, you know, to function within. Um, you know, you know, despite the low GDP growth in you know, American companies in South Africa are invested definitely for the long term. But I think what is essential for us is looking at um, how can we partner with the public sector um, to look at the challenges that are faced within the economy. And I know that um, there were six areas identified through Business Unity South Africa. And really those were looking at the investment and growth climate. 
So, you know, really, I mean, South Africa is open for investment. We saw with Cyril Ramaphosa's recent investment summit, American organizations were actually by far the largest single country contributor to the investment conference. So even though you are seeing that South Africa is open for investment, it really does require policy certainty and interventions to really improve that ease of doing business. And I think it's you know, imperative that the private sector and public sector work together to create this sustainable, inclusive um, growth off of the back of investment. And, and I think really looking at some of those quick win policies that could, you know, maybe make, you know, be more conducive to to investment, you know, easing the, the the red tape that we definitely have, and you can see that red tape, you know, in the form of the the hundred megawatt um, power, you know, reform, where really it's being restricted by these heavy red tapes, and you're looking at the national en energy regulator really imposing onerous conditions for registration for organisations to participate in that. So it's really how can we help identify those areas that are uh, that would make the ease of doing business a lot more um, significant within this country. I was going to ask you wave, to wave that magic wand that you very carefully and strategically have on your desk just outside of the view of our camera and say, all right, this one thing I would do to fix uh, the difficulties but you, 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 you've, you sort of alluded to, to this collection of things already. Turn the question around, what, what would you do to communicate to American businesses who are either thinking about investing here or not yet considering the possibility? How would you, what message would you convey to them? And I think South Africa is open for business, despite, you know, the challenges that we face. I think within the African continent, there are countries that are definitely improving the ease of doing business, Ghana, Ethiopia, for example. Um, but I think it's to, you know, to be there as a supportive organization for them. I mean, recently we had Deputy um, Secretary Sherman come out. She was here this week. Business met with her. Um, really giving the messaging as to you know what would be required for the ease of doing business within this within this country we also you know liaise with um, our partners at the american chamber of commerce i mean the u.s chamber of commerce in america to kind of relay relay those messages but i think we do have an economic recovery restructuring plan you know, however, I think what's important is for us to work with the government to try and implement some of those. I mean, if you just look at our infrastructure at the moment in this country, you know, and you can see that, you know, the general disaster that's happening in KZN, you know, over 80 healthcare facilities were damaged um, in the floods recently. So it's, you know, how can business work together with government to ensure that, you know, infrastructure projects are, you know, are delivered on. But likewise, you know, it needs to be, um, these infrastructure projects should be confidently funded. And, you know, when you have this, you have that significant job creation happening. And, you know, our unemployment rate is in the highest that it's probably been. Um, so, yeah, I think there's, it's important to communicate um, the issues, but I think it's also to communicate, you know, what is being done within the country by business um, in um, trying to have these public-private partnerships going forward. 
And you see it's possible with the ESCOM, you know, reform that's happening. You're, you're listening to Deep Dive with Brooke Spector, and it's a pleasure to have Angela Russell, the uh, CEO of the American Chamber of Commerce, on air with us. And we'll be right back with more conversation about that in just a minute. This is the Deep Dive with Brooke Spector. And good morning, and it is indeed a deep dive, and we're continuing our conversation with Angela Russell, the CEO at the American Chamber of Commerce in South Africa. Angela, I wanted to ask you a question which comes up by from critics and those on the outside of business. Uh, they often will say, uh, I'm sure you hear it fairly frequently, I hear it all the time from people I know, um, that business, especially foreign businesses, they don't really care about this country. They're in it for themselves. They're in it for their stockholders. They're in it for some other foreign set of interests. And what, how do you answer that? And how do you explain how that, that, that shift in, in doing business is occurring? So, um, if you look at the number of American organizations in the country, there are over 662 American organizations active in South Africa at the moment. And if you look at how many people they employ, they directly employ over 220,000 people. But that doesn't even then account to the number of indirect jobs that they employ. So American organizations are definitely a significant um, employer. If you also look at skills development, how much money they invest, and and they do this as part of doing business within within the country. I mean, organizations can invest from 1 million to 50 million rand in skills development per annum. You'll find the larger corporations investing that 50 million and more medium um, organizations can invest, you know, 10 million on average. And this is each organization is helping about 51 to 1,000 people from a skills development point of view. If you also just look at corporate social investment um, taking place, so on average, you know, from a corporate invest, a social investment point of view, organizations are spending between seven and a half to 15 million per annum. You'll find about 17% of organizations are spending between 15 and 50 million, and 11% of our organizations are spending more than 50%, 50 million rand. So you're seeing it's not just that they are, are creating jobs. I mean, business is in, in the business of doing business. However, we are providing good quality jobs. We are providing skills development. You're looking at corporate social investment. So really, it's really part of the American way of, of doing it. So most definitely, you know, Organizations are here for the long term, and I think if you look at what they do, they are a significant employer, and they do give um, back to the country from that point of view. So that's generally how I would describe. Many of these organizations have been in the country for many years. It's not that we just have them new to the to the country; they have invested here, some of them for a hundred years plus. Which says to me um, that the companies in a way, have a, a dual sense of who they are. Yes, they're an American company or an American-related company, but they're rooted rather firmly in the environment where they are. 
Yeah, and and the employees are South African employees. So, you know, it's not that they all bring in foreign nationals in. You might have one or two in very senior positions that come in. But, you know, these are South African people that are being employed. And a lot of the work they do from a corporate social investment is in the immediate communities, you know, in which they operate. And I'll add one thing that you didn't mention, but perhaps you would have if you had had a chance, that many of those companies, if they make something, are buying the components and the parts right. and the services from other local companies and businesses uh, rather than simply importing a box of parts. And that's true. And I think Ford Motor Company is a great example of that. You know what they are doing, um, sourcing local um, from local manufacturers. And I think absolutely, I think, you know, we are definitely here to stay. We are here to invest. We are here to partner with through public-private partnerships, you know, and I think that's really, um, you know, what we are here for. And and hopefully the company makes a profit in the process. I'm sure they do. <laughs> we have been speaking with Angela Russell. It's been, a, it's been a pleasure and a treat. Angela is the CEO of the American Chamber of Commerce. I've gotten to know her over the years uh, in her work with the Chamber of Commerce and I can, I can attest to the fact that she steers the organization uh, with a firm but extremely subtle hand. Uh, Super. Thank you very much, um, Brooks. It was great chatting to you. And we'll talk soon. And this has been this week's Deep Dive with Brooks Spector. And we will be back again next week uh, with another in-depth conversation on a topic of contemporary importance and interest to our listeners. Thank you for listening, and we'll speak to you again next week.